All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chris Clark Podcast Show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, brother, for the sound effect. <laughs> um, you know, we've been away. We've been away a minute, you know. Um, all good things. You know, God's been blessing. Uh, blessing your boy. Um, doing, doing major things, uh, movies, uh, plays, comedy shows. Um, but I would definitely want to get back to the podcast scene, um, you know, to kind of share my thoughts. And uh, it's a new season. It's 2020. Happy New Year. If I haven't said it already, I know we're in February, but uh, <laughs> I'm black, so I'm late. So whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, we're just going to chop it up. I got my man here, Lost Child. Say what up, Lost? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's happening? Family, friends, well, wishes and all that. Ain't nothing negative. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we uh we just going ch- we just going to chop it up. Um talk about different issues that's going on in the country. Um it's a lot of them. Yeah, it's a lot of issues. Things things just And uh, I got my man on here. If y'all don't know Lost Child, he's a he's a poet. Mm-hmm. Um tell him tell him about yourself. I ain't I ain't going go ahead. You I do mean, it. I mean, I'm I'm just a, a regular type of dude, you know? I don't I don't do nothing specific or special. I mean, most people that know me know me as poet Lost Child more than anything else. Um, I put a couple words together. That sometimes they rhyme, sometimes they don't. Sometimes it kind of flows, sometimes it don't. It, yeah, it works. But um, right. other than that, I mean, I'm a regular dude, nine to five type of cat. And, <laughs> and you know, I have a perspective of on life that I think uh maybe a little bit different than 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 most melanated brown skin uh <laughs> urban individuals. Right. Like right. first time I was called an urban poet, I didn't realize that that's what I was. Yeah. I was the only brother in the moon. Uh, that's how they introduced me. We have an urban poet in the house tonight. I'm like, <laughs> yes, that's me. <laughs> urban <laughs> poet. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I think the majority, well, I'm not going to say all your people know me, but uh-huh. like, uh, we have a lot of uh, 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 mutual friends yeah. as far as making, uh, uh, Facebook terms. Yeah. So, yeah, I, don't friends. Think, I don't think I'm a stranger. And I know your people follow you with the players. I was in Yankee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he was in the uh, he was in the last play I called the old for y'all for those of y'all that came yes. and seen it. Uh, he played um, uh, uh, Lionel Witherspoon. Yes. Uh, he played the grandson of Earl. <laughs> and uh, yeah, again, thank y'all whoever who all, for all who came out to the to them shows. We did three sold out shows last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Um, we did the first one uh, in March. I think it was wow. March. Yeah, wow. almost almost a year ago, and then we did the second show in June. Right, 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 right. And then we did the uh, the last yeah, show December. in December. Wow, that little uh, time frame went by fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So yeah. I, I definitely appreciate y'all uh, supporting Chris Clark Entertainment and uh, you know laughing with us. Uh, what's up, Rich man? That's my guy, Rich man. He uh real good people, man. He got his um you know his own thing going on. I just had a question. What's the steam team? Y'all just sitting around in the steam. Hey, 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 Rich, man. Uh, go ahead and inbox Lawson. Let him, <laughs> let him know what it is. Cause, uh, steam team. Okay. Yeah, I don't know the real definition of it. 
and I don't want to screw it up, so uh, or put it in the comment box and, and people can read it. So I don't want to pick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, when you when you hear the steam team, you know it, it, it sounds like something you want to listen to. Right, right. You know what I mean? I'm always trying to try something new. <laughs> is, it, is it exfoliating? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> listen, we gonna get right into it. <laughs> it's Black History Month. It is. It is. Um, you know we already on day five. Uh, you know my man, he got the dashiki hoodie on. <laughs> So you know he all about the motherland. Twenty four seven, five. Not hey, month hey, can you uh, can you hit us with a Black History fact that's 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 not too well known? A Black History fact that's not too well known. Yeah, you know we, we you know we hear about the uh, you know the Doctor Kings, the um, the Malcolm X's, the Madam C J Walker, Rosa Park. We hear about all that, but um, you know you got any any facts that not too many of us know about? In the 60s, uh, 60s and 70s, uh, the Black Panther Party is, is, was a party, was a political party that in the media was labeled as uh, like terrorists and, and, and um, radical and all this other kind of stuff, but that they were far from that. Um, if anyone is, if anyone's child is a part of any sort of after school program, that was a program that the Black Panther, Pan, Black Panther Party started back then. All these little health care centers that we have now, the, uh, like that. Right. None of those programs existed before the Black Panther Party did it. Um, they had breakfast programs where they fed children in the morning, and uh-huh. it was like a community-based organization. It wasn't anything that the government got from, where they got from uh, welfare or anything like that. It was people who had money, put the money together, they rented out a building, and people volunteered and, and came in and cooked breakfast, and kids that couldn't afford a home-cooked meal every day wow. came and got free breakfast every morning. And wow. they had after-school programs where there were teachers that would, after work, they would come volunteer to help tutor the kids, and right. there were people who worked in, the, in doctor's offices and hospitals. They volunteered their time, and they came and they gave health clinics in the black neighborhood where we couldn't afford to go to the doctor. Mm. So, like, those clinics and stuff that we got running around here, all the urgent cares and stuff like that, those are ideas and concepts that started with the Black Panther Party, but they wow. never got credit for stuff like that. They were labeled as vigilantes and, and terrorists and all this other kind of stuff, but Huey Newton and Bobby Sale were college students who yeah. were studying the law. And they were learning the laws of the land based on the Constitution and were realizing that black people weren't being treated based on what the laws were saying. So mm. then they said, okay, if this is the law and we're citizens, then we have the right to live as citizens. And one of those rights, the one that they were known for the most, is the right to bear arms. Because just like a lot of the problems that we're having with police brutality now, yeah, it was, it's been happening, I mean, throughout history, but specifically in the 70s, in the 60s and 70s, they realized, okay, we're, in the 70s, they realized that we're studying the law, and the law says we can do X, Y, and Z, and the right to bear arms to protect ourselves, like the full name of the party was the New Black Panther Party for Self-Defense. Wow. Most people take that for self-defense part off. Um, and it was just, we looking out for each other. I know you going back and forth to work every day, I'm going to make sure you get there, and I'll make sure our kids get to school, and our, women's get, our women get to work without the police harassing and brutalizing and killing us and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, there was nothing negative about the organization. It was all about positivity and education because they were college students. They weren't thugs on the street that just had guns and say, okay, we're going to stand here with guns and go against the police. No, they were just, they were college students who realized that the law wasn't, the the people weren't abiding by the law when it came to us. Mm. So they said, okay, we have the right as citizens of this country to stand up for our rights. And that's what they were about. But the news spun it 
completely backwards to where most people, even a lot of black people still believe that the Black Panther Party was just negative revolutionary terroristic organization, and they weren't. Wow. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, yeah, like you said, the media always, um, they always portray us, or portray the Black Panther Party party as, um, you know, like terrorists. You right. know, they was evil, they was just up mm-hmm. to no good, you know, they always was uh, rioting or, or stuff like that. Yeah, and, and things gonna, like that. Uh, uh, rob banks and, and, and shoot and kill police officers, and that was never the case. Yeah. like And there were a lot of prominent, like uh, a lot of white prominent like actors, like uh, Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone looks up Mar- uh, the life of Marlon Brando, like Marlon Brando was a, a, a supporter of the Black Panther Party. Like the first Black Panther Party member that was killed, um, young, Bobby, young Bobby Hutton, um, Marlon Brando spoke at his funeral. Wow. So if it was such a negative organization, why would somebody like Marlon Brando be at the funeral speaking on behalf of the party and this young brother that's landing in his casket at 17 years old? Wow. Um, Jimi Hendrix mysteriously died of an overdose, they say, but Jimi Hendrix was a financial supporter of the Black Panther Party. Um, Janis Joplin mysteriously died of an overdose. She was a supporter of the Black Panther Party. John Lennon mysteriously died. Some dude shot him, but they don't really know why. Was a supporter mm. of the Black Panther Party. So they had financial backing from rich and powerful people that that that, that believed in what they were doing. But mm. the government just didn't want that positive message being put out. And the message of power to the people, they never said power to the black people. They said power to the people. If you're a poor people in this country and we're all struggling trying to make ends meet, mm-hmm. they were teaching them the laws that, that the laws of the land say as a citizen of this country, you're, you have such and such rights. Not just black people, but yeah. poor black people, poor white people, poor Asians, poor Native Americans. And wow. they were telling all the poor people, if we come together, we can stand on our rights and live and have a better life together. It was black people speaking on behalf of everybody, not black people just speaking on behalf of black people. Mm. But again, that's one of those messages that, that the general media never put out there. Yeah, they don't, they don't like unity. Right, right. U N I T Y. They don't like unity. <laughs> Coming from us as well, like, come on, like, if right. other people try to put it together, like, maybe, but from us, it's all supposed to be negative, negative. Everything that we do has to be, it was black men specifically that were. The, the face of the organization. So all this positivity coming from black men in the seventies, like, nah, we can't let that happen. We, they, mm. they might start thinking that they real people. Wow, that that makes you think about um, a lot of of history. Yes, a whole um, lot of history. It definitely makes you, you know, question. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. When you, when you hear right. information like this, it makes you question, you know, what else are they hiding? What else are they covering I up? Man, I can go into some stuff. I, I've been, I've, I'm a, I've just been watching. Hey, hey, go ahead, man. That's why you're here, man. <laughs> but it's, hey. it's, it's what they say knowledge is power. Right. And, like, one of the things that, that, that I say, the people invest more time and energy into entertainment and nonsense as mm-hmm. opposed to like it's kind of boring to sit there and learn the laws but you have to learn the laws because you have to know what laws you're being what things you're being kept away from if you don't know yeah. the laws you don't know that like for, for the longest um, a lot of black people in the south they didn't want like the NAACP and, and SNCC and all those organizations to come because they thought they had good white folks since they hadn't hung nobody in the last <laughs> month or so they didn't want nobody coming stirring up their white folks uh-huh. so they didn't want anything better because they didn't realize get away from my hill exactly. <laughs> get away from my hill now they were able to have better than that so so they were stuck in that way until somebody finally came and told them and told and showed them that yeah. they don't have to live under those substandard conditions. They 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 just thought that the world as they saw it or the world as they were living in was okay and was fine, and they would just don't don't ruffle no feathers. But sometimes you gotta ruffle feathers to get people to stand up and do right. Yeah, I, I seen I seen that movie. Um, I didn't want to see it when it came out, but I actually seen it a couple weeks ago. The movie Harriet Harriet Tubman. I still haven't seen it. Um, it's pretty good. It, it wasn't all that. That beaten, 
and you know gruesome type right. slavery type <laughs> right, stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, because that's what I didn't want to see. Because right. I thought that's I thought it was a typical Just slave images. And yeah, you know, what I mean? the next day, like, because <laughs> I hate, I hate, <laughs> I hate being mad. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. sometimes I, I I won't watch something purposely because I don't feel like getting mad. Yeah. You know what I mean? It stirs up a whole um, lot of emotion. Yeah, but it was um. It was very educational. It was a lot of stuff about Harriet Tubman. I did, I did not know. Okay. And um, you know, you you brought up, you know, um, about the the, the South uh, blacks. They didn't want, you know, them coming down because they had good white folk. And it um, <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of uh, took me. To, it, well, it took me back to that movie when Harriet was trying to, uh, uh f- when she came back to free the slaves because right. she left on her own. Right. And, and then came she back. came back. You know. Uh, numerous of times to to bring people, and one of the particular times she came, um, she she was trying to get her family, and you know she got her brothers and and some friends, and and um, and she was trying to get her mom and dad, but her dad told her, he said, "I'm not leaving till all my kids are gone." Wow. Okay. So, um, but her sister didn't want to leave because right. she had that mentality, right. Right. like you know, I'm, yeah, I'm good, white, I'm yeah, because she was she was um. What you call a house nigga, right? You know what I mean. She, she worked, was eating yeah. good food. She, she worked, yeah. In her house. She That's had right. Shoes. Yep. She she, <laughs> she had good clean clothes. <laughs> you know what I mean. So and she didn't want to leave. But you got to look at it like looking at that time frame. Whether you were in the house or out in the field, if you were out in the field and somebody said, "Come on, let's go. Where we going? Where we where we gonna go? Yeah. What we gonna eat?" Yeah. Like you don't understand the concept of living any other way. So I mean I understand the 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 the, the fear in, in, in making that move and like every time I, I I go down south when I'm driving and I'm looking at all the woods and stuff that's on both sides of the highway all I'm imagining <laughs> is that you barefoot you got on scraps of clothing uh-huh. and you running you don't know you don't really know where you are going you just running day and night just running just running and, and no food no, no sense of direction I'm like that just has to the be North a move Star. of faith yeah yeah and I still be looking for I'm like man which one is it. <laughs> Like I, if I have a GPS, <laughs> Lord have mercy. But that 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 was a um part of the movie too, because um Harriet um she heard the voice of God, right? And you like know she, yeah, she said God gave her um, direction. And one part of the movie was it was the um the slave masters. They were um they were at the uh, bridge, and it was mm-hmm. like the only bridge you had to cross. Um, you know, to get right, you to know, get to keep going north, mm-hmm. and she they got right up. She had her brothers and and their and the a brother wife and and some friends, and they got like almost right there where they was at, and then she just like heard God's voice and said, and she was like, "No, God says trouble this way. Let's go this way." And then they turned and they went the other way, and they kind of went through the water. And they, out, yeah, and they went through the water and went around them, and um, and they didn't when she went through the water, they didn't want to follow her. I can't swim. <laughs> they didn't want to follow it. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they couldn't swim, swim. And it was, you know, it was water. They know how deep it was. And Harriet, man, she had faith. And she just went. She just went right in. And then she, it was like right at her chin. Right, right. And she just kept walking. And then they seen her come back up. And then they all just followed behind her. Yeah, I've been standing on the shore with <laughs> you. You good out there? Okay. Right. Man, you but, I mean, you got to understand. I mean, that, that definitely had to be a leap of faith for them to... For anyone in, in, yeah. in that situation, I mean, if you look at in our current day and time now, so we have like you know you, you got the job, you working, and you 
doing what you got to do for the family, and it's like, all right, can I leave this job and go? I got another opportunity somewhere, but right. do I really want to let this go? And right. that might go over there. I'll go over there, and if, if it don't work, that's I security. Lost, I don't lost my benefits. Yeah. I, don't, I got to start back from the bottom and did it. Like it's 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 a fearful thing, but and I mean, I don't I don't even try to equate our struggle today to that struggle back then mm-hmm. because that's that's a leap of faith. Yeah, I I, I man, I. I watch these like roots and, and mm-hmm. movies I got them like Harry. It's just <laughs> <laughs> watch over and over and over. Got a Blu-ray, Ultra, Ultra 4D. Over, uh, over. Um, I mean, you think about it, and it's like, how they, how did you go through that? Like yeah. getting beat all the time because yeah. you're tired. And and like, like a lot of people don't like a lot of people don't like to bring up the Nat Nat Turner's aspect of it where he was just like, all right, somebody got to die, yeah, because you're not gonna let me go, so I got to right. kill you in order to leave. Right? And he there was the slave rebellion, and there were many other rebellions outside of Nat Turner. But I mean, to look at these people as 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 brutal killers and vigil, like what you ex- what do you expect people to do living under those conditions? Eventually, somebody is gonna snap. Yeah, I mean, you can't brutalize people and you, like you said, beating them at will and you working them from sun up to sun yeah, down, and beating them, raping them. Like you can't they, expect yeah. people at some point, like even people talk about, like with all the nonsense we got going on with the police, police brutality and and the killings and everything going on. Like at what point are people going to be like enough is enough? And and like when the the Ferguson riots and all those things were going on. Rich said he got roots on VHS. There we go. <laughs> I mean, you got to keep it classy. You hey, find slow. If you got a VCR player, man, you a legend. <laughs> I got a DVD VCR. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> okay, but I still got a VCR. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 uh, you can't expect people to be in a, a oppressive situation, but for so long before eventually, like enough is enough, right? But at, at at that point of enough is enough, okay, what's my next move? Like jumping out there into the unknown is it has to be. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, even in today's time, like you said, it's scary, especially if you got a family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you sometimes you certain risks you don't want to take because um, because you have a family, right. maybe you know, wife, kids, husband, right. you right. know, things like that. And you know, like I think even with um, like even with today's time, like like if you watch the movie, like Harry, like you know. I'm bringing that back up because she heard the voice of God. I think, right. you know, God still works in the same oh, way. Yeah. This is definitely a um, Yeah, but I, I think, like, in today's time, we just don't listen to him like that. Right. <laughs> you know, we got a lot of distractions, I was a lot of, say, people, a lot of people in our ear yeah. and stuff like that. Because, I, I mean, I know some people that, that took risks, um, leap of faith, and it worked out. Yeah. It worked I've, out I've seen great. Where I know the, the things that I may not understand, I've seen it work in other people's lives. So, yeah. I'm like, okay, I, I see the possibility because I've seen how it worked out for them. Right. So it, I believe it is it's definitely there, but like I said, that uh, <laughs> avoiding <laughs> the distractions and focusing in yeah. where it should be. Yeah. That, I, think, yeah. That, I think that's a whole other struggle that we have in our generation that maybe other generations didn't have. Yeah. Just avoiding the distractions. I mean, and that's in anything. You talk about, um, you look at relationships. Mm. Like I know like the grandparents stayed together for, for 60 years and we oh, yeah. started dying off. And now <laughs> we, we good. We can do 20 or 30 because we're starting so much later because the fellas is ripping and running and we ain't getting it right until in our 30s and yeah. 40s. Some of us. Um, <laughs> so when we finally do get it right, we don't have 20 years left. Uh, All we got is 20 years left. Yeah. So, <laughs> know what I mean? so it, it's just different. If that. <laughs> but if you look at the, 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 the structure of society, 
now versus back then. Like back then, like I said, living in a little town somewhere, we was all working on the field in a little local factory. Mm. It wasn't a whole bunch of other women around or whatever. So you pick one from out of the community that you were in, and y'all, y'all rocked together and made yeah. it happen. Now you and they got work, married young too. Yes, yes, they got married young. Now you know who you know that's living in your area, but then you work. Two towns over, and then you got shows six six states over, and so you got you got all these other options that's being thrown at you. Like, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's a lot more distractions now. Yeah, and it so, definitely is. And you got social media. Yes, yes, and yeah. it works the same both for men and women because right, women right. are just as treacherous nowadays as men. But don't judge me on that one. It's, <laughs> but it's facts. It's facts. <laughs> It's facts. Got to be another show. We yeah. cheat just as much as me. <laughs> yeah, then you know when Papa die, you find out he got a what? whole another family. Whole another yeah, <laughs> you got a whole another set of brothers. You got a whole another family. Yo, like, that's our dad. Now nah, that's our dad. Show at the funeral, Frank. <laughs> I went to a funeral where they was fighting at the funeral. That was Word. sad. That was sad. Oh. It was funny, but it was sad. It wasn't wow. funny, but it was. But it was sad. I haven't been to one of those funerals. It yet. was here in Bristol. Wow. But my, my grandfather was like that, right here in Bristol. Um, my, my mom and them were either born here or, like, my older aunts, they were born in the Carolina somewhere, and then they came up here when they were kids. Um, and Pop was getting it because he was, he had a family over in Maryland, and they're all, like, the same age. So he was, like, popping mm. back and forth at the same time, <laughs> like, and it's, like, five on one side, six on the other side, and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Pop said, I got a business trip. What? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know how he was getting it off and exactly how it worked. But and, and it's and it's funny. Like I hear the aunts now in their elder years, where they talk about when they were like teenagers, when they would meet and they would like want to fight each other and all that kind of stuff. Oh. Because yo, my mama, our mom is the wife. Your mom just it wasn't side chick back then. It was the woman on the side or whatever. Oh. And that was they, they they were like almost fist fight back in the day when they all were living here together in their early twenties. Wow. So yeah, it, it ain't nothing new. Yeah, it ain't nothing new. It ain't nothing new it under the sun. Probably was worse back then. Cause now you can get caught. Cameras. Well, I think he got caught because eventually he got put out. Uh, my, yeah. my grandmother eventually put him out. But it, yeah, I, I, they knew. She knew because, like I said, the kids were the same age, and the kids knew of each other. So she had to oh, know yeah. somehow. Yeah, I don't know how he's yeah. getting it off, but yeah, yeah. that was just yeah. Yo, wow. Whew, whew, whew. Listen, um, <laughs> I want to, uh, you know, we talk about black history. Um, I want to bring up the, uh, the Colin Kaepernick situation and, and Jay-Z. Um, you know, they said Jay-Z and Beyonce didn't stand up during the, uh, national anthem during the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, um, Jay-Z did make a comment and it said, um, that, yeah. yeah, that it wasn't about that. Um, but I, I want to talk about uh, what Jay Z had said previous previously months ago um, that um, when he first got the job uh, with the NFL, with partnership with the NFL, and how he, um, you know, he has a part like he uh, like he picked the um, the acts for the Super Bowl okay. and stuff like that. Um, but he said that we we are past the kneeling. It, you know, it's, it's basically it's we got to do something else. Which right. you, which, which you. Uh, What's your thoughts on that? Well, I, th- I definitely think the kneeling was was um, a starting point because it brought attention to what the issues are. Um, mm-hmm. I believe uh, Ka- Kaepernick and his kneeling was take again, like what the media does with everything else that we do positive. They put a negative spin on it and run with that negative spin instead right. of focusing. And I don't know how many times I've seen him in interviews say that it wasn't disrespect of the veterans. It had nothing to do with 
with, with whatever they were trying to make it about. And he specifically told them what it was about, and they just kept talking about everything that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely started the conversation. So yeah. I, I definitely think it was important to get that conversation started um, on a national level as well as on private levels between people and their families and, and, and just overstanding um, the, the problem that we had. Because one of the mistakes that I've made is that I've always assumed that my story as a young black man in America was relative to every other brother that I, every other brother that I knew. Mm-hmm. And I was I had a, I was on a panel some time ago last year. And I was talking to a brother. He's a couple years older than me. He said he's never been pulled over by the police. He'd never been pulled wow. out of his car at gunpoint. He and I'm because I'm sitting there rattling off my story, thinking that everybody in the panel is right on page with me, right yeah. on board with me. Because I'm telling, like, I can't, I honestly can't tell you how many times I've been pulled out of my car at gunpoint. Wow. And I've never been a dope boy. I've never had a fancy car with rims. I've never, I've just been a regular. When I was in school, I was a regular kid going to college, going to work, back and forth, this, that, and the other, and just on site in certain places riding around and I I, did, I never just stayed in the hood like I said if I was working I worked in different neighborhoods and I so I was going around at different places and certain places you just weren't supposed to be so on site they would pull you they would pull me over wow and and there were times where like when I was in Alabama I initially I had my my New Jersey tags on my car still so I guess in their mind now looking back all these years later I guess they just automatically assumed I was running dope up and down the turnpike yeah, from, yeah. from from Jersey to Alabama whatever so whenever they pulled me over they pulled me over with guns drawn get out of the car back up to me get on your knees and then lock your fingers behind your head and they put the cuffs on me and completely toss my car inside out upside down never find anything and then let me go on about my business and that happened time and time and time and time again and then like i said in that panel we were talking and the brother was like like, it's never happened to me before so Mm. it made me think like all right so i understand how the Kaepernick situation isn't relative to everybody because everybody can't relate relate to it because it's never happened to them. Right. So like when it, when he started doing it and he was when he was started speaking of what the issue he was trying to bring light to, I was with it because I'm like, yeah, we need something because I never thought of need. I, I, who am I? No, I'm not a national voice for me to start saying, yo, we got to do something, we got to change or whatever. So to have somebody on on that platform with that many viewers seeing what he's doing and hearing what he's saying, I'm like, that's what's up. We need somebody mm. like that to start the conversation. He's the next Muhammad Ali. Right, right. So it, it, I, I was I was with it 100%, but I, I have to stop sometimes and think and realize that people don't understand it because they've never experienced it. So mm-hmm. to them, it's not that important. And when I say that, I'm not talking about white people. It's black people who don't yeah. think it's that important because it's never happened to them. Right. And, and for me, being one uh, an individual that it has happened to, I'm not one of the brothers that was out there on the corner living that life. So you, like I said, you live by the sword, you you die by the sword, you yeah. get what's coming to you. But no, I wasn't one of those brothers. I was one of the the good kids who just got confused in the mix. Right. So it's it's definitely a relevant issue because I mean, it, I, it, there have been times where like I I didn't think I was gonna live through it. Like I standing there looking down the barrel of the police officer's gun, and I'm like, dude, like please don't pull the trigger. Mm. And it's just, it's just, it's, it's, it's an unnecessary, I said, I, I, I think the thing that got me to move from North Jersey to South Jersey is when I was walking, uh, I took my daughter to the park. She was like three years old. I had got her a little puppy so she could kind of grow up with the puppy. So I had a leash. I had two leashes. Yeah. She was holding one leash. I was holding another leash because I was trying to teach her how to walk the dog on a leash. So I had a leash in my hand. She had a leash in her hand. And then we were holding hands in the middle. And it was apparently it was a police chase up in Nork and East Orange, the dude was riding all over. He hopped out the car and was just like running through backyards from block to block to block. 
coincidentally around the same time, I'm coming around the corner from, from the park with my daughter. I saw two police officers running towards me. They're running towards me the whole way down the block, and I'm still walking towards I didn't break off or nothing. I'm still walking. The dude runs right up to me and puts his gun to my head. Now, he's standing there. And I'm standing there like, yo, chill, B. Like, I'm standing there with my daughter and a puppy in my hand. I'm like, yo, chill. And he stood there until the other officer was like, nah, nah, that's not him. Wow. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, It needs attention, man. Wow. I done lost track of the actual initial yeah. question. Nah. <laughs> nah, that's good. That's good. That's good. I, I mean, I never, I never had a gun to me, but I've been harassed. Right. Um, you know, I've got pulled over because they thought I was somebody else. Right. Um, then <laughs> I remember one answer. It was in Bridgeton. Um, I was with my cousin and, uh, we just came from the KFC and, um, I don't know if you remember Raphael's. It used to be on the corner of uh, Laurel and Washington. That might be before um, my time a little bit. Um, it's called. Ra- I, it is, it's not too long ago. It went out Reach of business. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was it changed a couple other things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Over there by uh, by Hopshing, right across from the um, furniture store. Yeah, yes. yeah, I yeah. Talking about they um they just got robbed, <laughs> and the guy had a uh you know he he fleed on foot. You fit the description. I fit the description because I had a red shirt Word. on. <laughs> <laughs> and all this, and he said the guy fleed on. And the reason why they let me go, cause the guy, the police, one of the police officers said, well, it don't look like you out of breath. So <laughs> I'm like, yo, I just came from KFC. Y'all can go there and check the cameras. And I, and in my mind, I'm like, please don't pull no gun out on me. You know, yo, real talk. When you and I were standing out in front, um, in, in front of the karate, yeah. the karate spot, yeah. like said, yep. we were standing out there talking on, on High Street in yep. Millville, and apparently somebody was washing windshields and was harassing people or whatever the case may be. So the cop comes up to us, and well, to me specifically, and asked me if I was harassing people about washing windows. <laughs> the dude that was washing windows was like five foot four. <laughs> Little old, old, old nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm six two. I'm like, come on, man. That's, that, that's not. We're not even close to looking alike. So why are you asking me? Why I gotta show who I am and prove what I'm doing out here? Like, that's nonsense. I remember that. I'm just looking like, really, dude. He harassing people. He gonna sit here and, and, and talk like. So it's it's. I mean, that's, I think it's definitely um, a cultural thing that that people really need to be awakened to. Yeah. Um, like I said, I got a real cool, a lot of cool white people that I'm real cool with, and and but they know who I am and they understand my situations and my struggles. Like I was at a, a, a local restaurant here in Bridgeton, mm-hmm. uh, Hopewell, and we were sitting there and just sitting at the at the bar. We had got some food or whatever, and I got up to go to the bathroom, and there was this, this and this is my white my white dude that I'm hanging out with. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a couple a uh, couple that was sitting down at the end of the bar. I got up to go to the bathroom, and I don't know if the dude. Just happened to go to the bathroom at the same time as I did, or if you purposely got it when I went in there. But I'm standing at the urinal. You know, we in the urinal. It's no yeah, conversation. It's no conversation. Eyes front, Keep you your eyes saying? front. Yeah, yeah. So I'm standing there doing what I'm doing. Dude comes in next to me. So he was like, yo, what's up with the beard? I'm like, what you talking about? He's like, oh, I thought you was trying not to look like a terrorist or something. I'm like, what? Wow. And bold? Like, huh? He bold? Why? <laughs> I said, outside of what you're saying is, 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 is ridiculous, but come on, man, this is the non-conversation zone, right? So you're wow. violating on so many principles right now. Wow. And I'm just like, all right, do I get into it with this dude in the bathroom where I know I'm going to be wrong at the end of the sh- or just, I, I, I'm, I, I, I'm, let me just get out of this room. Let me get out of here. I'd have peed on it. I'm like, what? <laughs> what you say? 
Wait, why? Wait, wait. Say it again. <laughs> and it, it's just all kind of nonsense like that. So like, well, and I told my dude about it when I got back to the bar. He was just like, man, that's messed up. And I'm just like, yeah, that's something you never have to deal with as as a, as a white dude growing up. Like, you don't even look different. like a Taliban. <laughs> and when and when he said it, I'm like, yo, if you really want to talk about like homegrown terrorism? There are more terrorists that look like him in this country yeah. than is terrorists that look like me around the world. Facts. So, like, what are really what are people really talking about? But people don't look at the bigger picture. They just want to look at whatever the news is putting on them and telling them this, that, and the other. I mean, if you really want to get into it, the Taliban or whoever they say supposedly blew up 9-11, like, them jokers was in the White House as White House guests the year before that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. what's really the government's connection to these people that are so-called terrorists? I mean, if you look at crack in the 80s and the free, freeway Rick, uh, Rick Ross, the real Rick Ross. Yeah, yeah. He was... Buying his stuff from Free, a freeway Rick Ross. Yes, yes. Yeah, he was buying his stuff from a CIA agent. So like, what's real and what's just? I mean, wow. It's, 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 yeah, it's it, some, it's some of these TV shows up. be telling stories. Y'all got to pay attention. Yeah. Oh yeah. They they be telling the truth. Like some of these um these cop shows and Law and Order. They be telling what's really going on. Um, cause when you when you said that when he bought it from a CIA agent, I was watching um. Ah, uh, what's the show? I was one of my favorite shows, and uh, it was the same, same scenario where um, the cops they were bust, um, bust like drug people, mm-hmm. and then instead of um, logging it in, you know how they got logging evidence. Instead mm-hmm. of logging it in, they were uh, reselling it to other drug yeah. dealers, yeah. making making money on the side. And it's like, yo, stuff like this be really happening. Like these, like this ain't no. Uh, 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 creative content type <laughs> right, right type uh you know show this is they they getting this from the news and what's really going on well that's i noticed that with law and order years ago they took real news stories and just yeah. changed it up a little bit they still do yeah i, yeah, yeah, I did not watch it but i know they were doing that years yeah. ago so i believe yeah definitely yeah, me, me and law and order uh especially svu we got a like a love <laughs> relationship like i like I, them though yeah like i, I love the show but i'll be i'll be getting mad <laughs> <laughs> My wife was like, why you keep watching it? I'm like, cuz it's good, but it is. I just, I be getting upset. <laughs> but that told you, that told you how good the show is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a very good show. I mean, hey, been on 21 seasons, yeah. so. And the, re- the reason why I watch it, because I don't watch TV all the time. So I don't mm-hmm. watch series to keep up with it. Like, each show is its own show. Yeah, yeah, You don't yeah, really yeah, have yeah. to know right. relationships, so I can kind of keep up, even yeah. if I, I haven't seen it in 20 years. Yeah. I can watch an episode and still know what's going on yeah, in that I like, episode. Yeah, I like those shows, too. But it's, it's definitely, because it makes you think, because a lot of the stuff that they do have on it is relative to real-life situations and circumstances. Like, right. the, uh, um, I, I know now one of the big things is the trafficking. The human mm-hmm. trafficking yeah, is going yeah, on. Yeah, 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 now, I don't know if they did the show on that, but I know back in like think like the late nineties, mid nineties, there was a situation where um people were adopting kids and abusing them, mm. and it was a situation uh, in New York, um in New York City. I can't remember uh, uh can't remember the lady's name, but they had I think they killed their adopted child or whatever. And a little while after that, that same concept was on Law and Order, mm. and that's yeah. when I realized that they were taking real stuff and just changing the names and the, the concept a little bit but yeah it, it, it's a lot of the simpsons they people keep talking about all the stuff yeah. that the simpsons be predicting <laughs> predicting yeah they come to pass real stuff yeah so so what do you think is the next move um now that we took the knee we we created a buzz um you know we all with cat um we you know um so what's the next move after the kneeling like what do you think 
you know, we, we, we should do. Well, now. I think Jay is definitely on point with our ownership. Yeah. He's, 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 he's literally sitting at the table. Mm-hmm. So we got somebody that's sitting there that's making decisions that aren't going to necessarily be to our demise. Um, right. as for, I mean, in football, it's just entertainment. So, I mean, it's nothing that's that important. But um, that's, I think he's, he's given us an example. Okay, we need more people that are in power positions. We need more people that are in uh, political office. We need more people that are mayors. Like I know Ross Baraga, the mayor of Newark. Yeah. Is is definitely doing his thing for his people in North. Um, he's not just one of those brothers who got the position and now he's just like, all right, I'm here, I'm good, I'm done with y'all. Like right. he's really making jobs for people. He's really um, doing things that that are effect affecting the people that actually live in North, the actual residents of North. Um, and I think we need more more of that. We need more people that are just more able. So we have some more more control of our communities. And I think, like I said, Jay, he's. I mean, he. Had, I think he may have other reasons of doing it. Obviously, Jay is all about making money, so whatever he does is going to be something that, for him to make money. But right. like, he's in a position now, so I think he's going to be the one that 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 we're going to see more black coaches. We're going to see more black uh, uh, trainers. We're going to see more people in position within the league that actually look like us and represent us. Because it's a lot of these young brothers, you know, playing um, high school ball or whatever. Everybody's right. not going to make it to the NFL. Right. But. If you have that background and you go through college or whatever, there's always, there's always going to be coaching positions. There's always going to be training positions. There's always going to be other positions in the league that aren't necessarily the player on the field. And mm-hmm. that's for basketball. That's for football. That's for any any sport. So I think seeing that somebody like us is sitting in the office, that gives the young people that are actually playing the game some other aspirations other than being a player on the field when they grow up. Wow. They can still be involved in the sport without necessarily being a yeah, player yeah. on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah, that's 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 big. Because yeah, it is is great jobs outside mm-hmm. of being on the field too, where yeah. you can make money. You can own the team. Yeah, <laughs> you know what managers. I mean. Managers. Yeah, manager, coaches, uh, 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 trainers. Yeah, yeah. accounts, uh, accounts for these multi-million dollar players. Yeah, they need somebody to count their money. So, um, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I, I, I agree with Jay. Um, I do think we're beyond kneeling now. Now it's time to, to, to get get dirty. Um. You know, we always say the kneeling made because we wanted to bring awareness. But the thing is, people was always aware. Right. Um, can't say they didn't know. Yeah, they, they, nobody can't say they didn't know. <laughs> right. Nobody, especially with today's media. Like maybe back in the day, you can get it off, you know, because everybody have cell phones, right, right. you know, and things like that. So you only had the news, mm-hmm. even though they was lying half the time. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Their way. Yeah, it's like now, you know, every everything's recorded now. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't say you, you didn't know. Um, but, yeah, definitely the, the – uh, <laughs> The next step, um, the next step, I feel like, um, you know, yeah, like we, we got to get people in other positions. Um, like you made a good point. We wasn't on air when you talked about, um, uh, when you said a lot of people think that we're just, we just have to vote for like the president and stuff. But when right. it comes to the other, the um, mayors, the mayors, the councilmen, the and stuff, you know, we don't show up to the right. polls for that. And those people makes the bigger difference right. than just voting for, um, Donald Trump. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We Cause we all know most presidents are just puppets. Right. So, you know, so, they're just the spokesperson. And that's the thing I, I, I try to point out to anybody. I've never really been a real political figure or a political analyst or anything like that. But like, regardless of who's been in office, Democrats, a Republican, or this person, or that person, how has your life really changed? You still got to get up and go to work every day. So, um, 
yeah, like we definitely got to get uh, other people in um, in position to make um, not just a big boom. And I think that's what a lot of us need to to understand um, that we we can't go up there swinging for a home run. No. Nah. You know what I mean? Gotta we, don't we, yeah, we got we to gotta get some hits. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like chopping, 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 like a small, you know, small progress to make, make a big impact. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's what a lot of people are getting angry with, especially with um, with Jay-Z because, like I say, Jay-Z plays chess. Yeah. Like it ain't checkers for him. So it's yeah. like, yeah, we might – we might take a L right here, but it's it's leading to a bigger right, right, a right. bigger victory. And a lot of people don't see that. They want us to get small victories, small victories, and we just win the big thing. Like nah, we we we, we uh, like like we said in the hood, got to take one for the team. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know what right, I mean. Right. And um, you know, because I, 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 I see a lot of people talking like that, and you know, it, it gets kind of irking because I hate I hate having conversation with narrow minded people. Well, I think it's it's something that plagues. I've always I've I've been saying for years something that plagues our community as a whole is that we're 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 short minded, right? We can't see the bigger picture. We can't see, like you said, the 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 little victories that lead up to the major victories. You can't see taking a step back in order to be able to take two steps forward, right? They right. can't see that. They just see that one little step. Now we're going in the wrong direction. We're doing the wrong thing. Like nah, but it's like they said, it's a chess move. Yeah, you, you hop back once, let them get in position. So now you're gonna be able to take two steps above them. Yeah, but we're small minded. We're short thinkers. We're not, and unfortunately, the way society set up, we're not taught, or we're not trained, or we're not set up to see the bigger picture. Right. Yep. So. So yeah, we talking about the kneeling, um, Colin Kaepernick. Um, you know, are we beyond that? Um, you know, we kind of are. Um, it ain't, it ain't, but so much you can get st- get done by kneeling um, at an NFL game. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, it's, it's it did its job. It brought attention. Now we have to, um, even if it's not cap, because now, um, me personally, I think I think it's beyond cap now. Yeah. Um, I think he need to pass the baton to somebody else, whether it's Jay Z or 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 anybody else. Meek Mills, I know he he um do the oh, prison reform. I just saw his special. Yeah, I yeah. just watched that about a month or so ago. Yeah, That's so dope. that was definitely dope. Yeah, Somebody like Meek coming from where he came from, and 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 all the young cats that he got following him. Right, that was real dope. Like I didn't I didn't know anything about it until I watched it. And I, ever since, and I'm like, yo, I, I've seen Meek in a totally different light now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he um. He's definitely um, bringing awareness, especially the prison prison reform, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, so, like, yeah, like, because now I think Cap, to me, Cap is more about trying to get his job. Right. Like, he's, he's like, all right, yeah, I kneel for y'all. But it's like us as the people, we can't get you your job. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we, we I, I don't have an NFL team to hire right, you. Right, right. You know what I mean? Um, I think at this, well, I haven't really been following it, but, like, I think at this point it's just will the system allow him back in? Will anyone yeah. hire him? Well, I know they had um, the tryouts, um, and that turned into like a big yeah, it turned into a big media yeah so circus. I, I wasn't um, sure if it was legitimate, if it was if it was a fiasco on his part or was something they did. And I, I yeah. saw the contract that they said he wanted. It just turned into this big thing that was just 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. From from my understanding, he he changed the location and um, the receivers and um, all that the last minute, um, where he had I think twenty eight NFL teams that was coming to look at him at the Atlanta Falcons facility, mm-hmm. um, but it wind up being like eight or something like that that actually came because he he worked out at a, um, a high school in Atlanta. Um, so, um, because he changed at the last minute, only eight scouts came to see him. Um, and a lot of them, um, from my knowledge saying, you know, he was, he was mediocre at best. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, he'd been out the league three years yeah. and, 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 you know, he, he probably got a little rust in him, but, um, I mean, I know he's still better than a lot of the second string quarterbacks, right. maybe some, even the starters, but it's, um, it's it's a question. Well, the question I want I want to ask you is, um, I mean, it's their game, right? <laughs> Basically, so right, it's like, right. do you play ball how they want to play ball? Or you don't play at all because I know he had a, issues like with the contract and right, right. how they wanted things set up. But it's like, um, really, was it your was it your call to to do that? At, at this point, I think yeah. specifically with him, he has the ability. To where he can just go ahead and just jump into some other business venture, um, whatever like money that he has that he made, you know he still had his endorsements with Nike and this that and the other. All right, take that money and put it into something else, like the NFL. Like you said, if it, if it's their game and you can't play or you won't abide by their rules, at this point, I don't think he has to. I don't think, I don't think he should. He or anyone else should have to. I mean, if you. One of the things I, I I don't understand with these brothers is that you made all this money and then you get in a situation where now you're you're forced to do what you got to forced to do what you got to do because you got to make a living like you've made right. a living and ten more beyond that <laughs> right. like you should be able to sustain and maintain and venture off into something else whether you buying uh, uh whether you go buy some property or yeah, or you get into in some other venture, whatever the case may be. You shouldn't have to be stuck to just abiding by their rules at this point. Like a regular, regular everyday, everyday Joe like ourselves. You know, we nine to five trying to put in. We can't just pick up and go dip off into some other venture. But right. the millions that he's had at this point, like yeah, and I believe Nike gave him like yeah, what, like sixteen I said, that, million. That last that last uh, deal he got with Nike, that's yeah. enough to pick up and move on to something else. Yeah, I mean, because he's what I think he's like thirty two, thirty three years old. I mean, it's it's still. It's young in life, but it's getting up there in, in yeah, football. You ain't age. got much left in, in, on the field anyway. Yeah, you you don't. And um, take what you got. Move and on. I know his last few years in the NFL that he did play. I mean, he got he got benched. He was a starter. He went to second right, string. Right. Um, and I believe that he he actually opted out of the final year of his contract, so he could have played another year. Right. But he opted out because he thought he was going to get more money, but it didn't work out that way. Um. I mean, I, I don't wish no no harm on the brother because I do appreciate what he did uh, as far as kneeling, you know, tried to bring what you call it. But it's like now to me it seems like, like I said before, um, you know, you're just trying to get your job back. Right. You know, you, you kind of – kind bust, of That busting pulled off. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't <laughs> forgot about – you don't forgot about the kneeling and police brutality. <laughs> like you, you trying to get a job back on somebody's team. Um and you know you kind of got away with it, and and now you know Jay Z is kind of picking up the baton and and trying to move forward, saying you know we're past the kneeling, um you know we got to take more action, and and I I believe 
a lot of people don't believe, you know, Jay Z. They think he got the money. Yeah, he he he's about his money, but I also think about think he's about helping others because yeah. he he has shown it. Yeah, he's definitely he, done he's a lot. definitely he's definitely shown it that he's 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 able and he will help other people. And um, you know, I just think we 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 got to find other ways, and you know, it's it's baby steps. I mean, I know it shouldn't be this way, but it is what it is. Yes, and that's what um. That's what we got to do. What do you say? I'm not an NFL fan anymore for reasons more than one. Uh, that's what Rich said. Rich, what's what's uh what's another reason why you're not a fan of the NFL? Lost, you don't watch the NFL either. Nah, why is um, that? Even before this whole Kaepernick situation, I one of the things that I never really understood was that people talk about, oh my team this and my team yo, my team gonna beat y'all this year. <laughs> and I would stand back and listen to people talk about my team, and I'm like, have you ever got a check from your team? Yeah, I'm, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. <laughs> I mean, man, that's I my that's, that's that's that was that, and it's just me being the 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 way my mind works or whatever. I'm like. Okay, you pay money to buy their jerseys. You pay money to go watch their game. You pay money even if you buy the special NFL package or whatever, whatever on cable. Right. You're paying all this money to be a part of this team, and you're cheering on my team. And, you know, we see brothers is almost ready for, to fist fight. Oh, yeah. When they're talking about oh, their yeah. team versus somebody else's team. Yeah. It ain't it ain't that serious right. for me. It's, I mean. It's the game, but I see. Yeah. The, the, when I see cats that are that serious about it, that's when I start asking questions. Like, is it well, how is it your team? What, what what benefit does it that do you get out of it? Right, because I mean I'm I'm a I'm a diehard Dallas Cowboys fan. Okay. Everybody that know me <laughs> know I love my boys, but I'm not that type of fan where I get offended when you talk about them. Right, I mean, it's it's funny, it's funny. Yeah, we it's ain't entertainment. Win, it's yeah, entertainment. we 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 ain't win a Super Bowl in, in 24, 25 <laughs> years. You know, we still claiming America's team. Yada yada yada. I get they. We got the jokes. All the the 90s Cowboys <laughs> is on crack and dope. You know what I mean? So, but I mean, it's funny. You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna sit up here and fight you like you said. Neither one of us getting a check. It's right. just some some it's extracurricular activity that we're doing. Yeah, I like my boys. I got the big star on my truck. You know what I mean? I got the jerseys. I I, I got the the hoodies, the hats. I got all that. I rep my team, but it's not that serious for me. I just right. you know everybody want to be a part of something. And right. uh, you know, I've been a Cowboys fan for uh, oh wow, almost thirty years now. <laughs> <laughs> Think about I'm telling it. my age. Um, Sneak up on you. Yeah, you know, but. Like, cause it, it brings people together, but it also will tear people apart. Yeah, it is uh, families. Yeah, especially after the, uh, <laughs> the when they started protesting and people saying, "Well, we're not watching football no more." And the husband was, and the wife wasn't, and vice oh, versa. Yeah. And I'm like, "Wow, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, serious. I didn't go that far. It's I'm, not that. Serious. I watched. You know, <laughs> well, I, I, I had to make sure they were still kneeling. You know, so. <laughs> Like I, yeah, I, so I was, I was, I was, I was already gone when, when this, when this whole thing started. Well, I never right. had a team like I said. When I was in North Jersey, it's the Jets and the Giants, and I just never could figure out which one yeah. I wanted to follow because I'm like, what if they trash next year? I don't want to jump on board this year. Right. Next year they no good. So then, what? I stick with a no good team. Well, I hop to somebody <laughs> else's team. Like that was my thought as a kid. I'm like, ah, I yeah. just watched. It. I've enjoyed the game. I respect the athletes. I mean, they're definitely. Um, the top of their game and what right. they do. That's why they made it to the professional leagues or whatever. And for brothers making money that, that don't have to do nothing, a lot of these brothers are coming from the streets yeah. and inner cities and households that were broken. And like Le- LeBron James is the perfect, um, oh, yeah. the perfect, uh, it, 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 the epitome of success in that sense. Yes. Coming from a single parent household, single parent his mom household. was struggling, woo woo, this, that, and the other. Yeah. And now he's, he's achieved what he's achieved. 
He has his wife, his kids, all by the same woman. He got yeah. no side high school kids. sweetheart. That, yeah, that. yeah. He um he he started the school for the mother young cats that he yeah. his own school or whatever. I mean, he is the epitome of what can happen coming from the inner cities and the broken homes mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I definitely applaud the cats who are doing what they can be doing. And without the, all the media attention, there are a lot of guys who go back to their hometowns and provide for the, the local football team or they got some yeah. kind of programs going or yeah. it's a lot of brothers that go back to their local communities and they buy up a bunch of low-income housing for single-parent moms, I mean, single-parent households and stuff like that. It's a lot of guys in, the, in both football and, and, and basketball yeah. that are doing these things that never get any media attention. Yeah, shout-out to all the guys, even even the local guys i know um i got a couple friends in here in cumberland county new jersey that's that's doing their mm-hmm. thing um you know i know uh the 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 cats out the coaches and 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 stuff out millville they just took their boys to the yeah. um to california yeah, and yeah. uh snoop dog um yeah you know his uh tournament thing so man shout out to y'all um because you know the the, the youth are our future you know mm-hmm. we want to say that and for them to have positive male role models to to do that, they know what's possible. They know um, that this world is bigger than South Jersey. Right, right. You know what I mean? Bigger than New Jersey. Bigger than United States. Right. You know what I mean? And and if they they put their mind to it, and then they can they can do and and go anywhere they want to go. So yeah, shout out to all the uh, the local heroes. We'll say, man, and shout even, out to y'all. And I even say, um, not because I'm sitting next to you, but you're one of them cats. Because I mean, you got because <laughs> like the thing I tell people that you never know, you never realize who's looking at you. Yeah, like you yeah. might not even realize what you're doing as far as like the plays and podcasts and things of this nature. It might be a little joker that live right on your block that you've never really paid attention to. Right, but he see you coming and going. He might follow you on Instagram or Facebook, so he yeah. see you making moves and he see you doing shows, this, that, and the other. And he's like, yo. I can be a producer one day. I can make moves because I see my man. He live right down my block and he's yeah. doing this thing. Woo, woo, woo. Like, I didn't realize that until I had a cousin of mine that told me how he used to watch me when he was in high school. Mm. I was maybe five or six years older than him. He was like, yo, man, because you wasn't out there selling dope. You always had a job. You had your own yeah. place. You had your car. You was doing things and you was always different. But it was a cool different. You didn't wear what everybody else was wearing. Right. You was doing your own yeah. thing. <laughs> and to this day, he's a, he's a business owner in, in, in Alabama now. He got, his wow. own, um, he got his own car dealership. Wow. Yeah, doing That's it. That's what's up. He's doing it. So yeah. I, and, but he, I had tears in my eyes when he was sitting there telling me. Because yeah. I'm like, I wasn't trying to be a, an example or role model. I was just living my life. But right. the whole time, right. he was over there just paying attention to everything that I did. So, yeah. I mean, you never know. Like I said, you definitely are one of them cats that are doing something different. That's not the regular everyday, just get up, go to work, come home, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Showman Cat said, you can do something else. You can strive for your dreams, whether it's an, an actor or whether it's a producer or whether it's a director yeah. or whatever <laughs> the case. Like, you're one of those individuals that is showing some young cat that you may not even know. Yeah. Just watching you and putting you're putting that example out there. Like, yo, you can be more than what your, your community is telling you could be. Wow. Yeah, man. I, I appreciate that because, um, I mean, I always... I always was a, a um a lead by example type person mm-hmm. and um you know I, I never really got into this to to try to be a, a role model or hero to somebody I mean cuz it's, it's what I love doing right. and I you know I recognize what I love doing and you know all right let me let me figure out how I can make this happen yeah. make some money while I'm doing it mm-hmm. um you know take care of my family and, and things like that and um I mean, yeah, I, I've I've had people hit hit me up, inbox me, young cats, um, and, and they are watching. So yeah. you know, that's why. I, and then I got two sons. I got a daughter, mm-hmm. um, and you know, my oldest son, he he mimics 
everything I do. <laughs> so it's like yeah. he, he, you got them and they looking up right, at you. Right, so you right. gotta watch your footsteps. Yeah, you gotta definitely. watch. I gotta watch how I treat their mom in front of them. Right, you know what right. I mean? I gotta watch how I talk in front of them. Yeah. I gotta watch my actions. You know what I mean? Like my, I t- I had a conversation with my kids um a couple weeks ago. I was like um. I told told my kids, I said, you should always uh, know how to cook what you like to eat. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I said, um, you know, we, we want to raise y'all to, to not be dependent but independent. Right. You know what I mean? We, we um, I said, there's no, there's no gender jobs here. Right. right you know right, what I mean? Right, like right. my daughter wash the dishes and my son take out the trash. No. That's it. Right. No. My baby girl, she going to take out the trash too. <laughs> and my son, he going, he going to do the dishes. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because when you out on your own, I don't want you hey. depending on your wife or your husband it's, to do this. It's necessary. Yeah. yeah. You know, I say, y'all, I say, you ever seen me take my, my, uh, car to the shop? It was like, no. I said, what, what I do? They said, you, you fix it. Yeah. I said, exactly. Yeah. I said, if you if I put my car in the shop, you know it's something serious. <laughs> you know what I mean? While I'm, while I'm out there changing oil, changing right, tires, right, right. brakes, whatever the case may be, um, you know it's something that 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 you can do. You know what I mean? And um, and it's a necessity, man, to be self sufficient. Yeah, like yeah. Because if you got to go to somebody for every little thing, you got to go buy buy a dinner that's cooked already from somebody, and then <laughs> you, you got to go buy everything you need. You have to go out and buy it. Like I said, yeah. you, hope you hope you plan on making a whole lot of money in life. Cause right. Yeah. That's why I, I told my son, I'm gonna be a millionaire. I'm like, even if you're a millionaire, like you don't want to spend unnecessary money. Right. You know what I mean? I, 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 most millionaires <laughs> got that way by not spending. Yeah, so by much not, money. and some of them still uh, yeah, don't do that. That's why know, they stay rich. You look at Bill Gates, and that joke ain't got nothing name brand on. He at got all, the same little penny loafers he's been wearing. Them, uh, them, uh, no, they uh, got them Target sweaters on. Yeah. Them Buster Browns he's been wearing since since seventy seven. He had this, got the same glasses from nineteen eighty. But real talk, like I noticed, like if you go into some of these upper whatever neighborhoods or suburbs or whatever, these big old houses. You don't always see Land, Ro- Land Cruisers and, and, and Minivans. And stuff. What? Minivans. Minivans. Um, uh, what's the little, uh, little economy car that they had for the, uh, the, the, the sign, uh, not the sign, uh, the, uh, the Prius. The Prius, yeah, yeah. the Prius, yeah. This is minivans and, uh, Nissan searches in the yard, like. Yeah. It, yeah, cause we like priorities. we like to take our kids trick or treating in the high end because they they <laughs> so give out see it all. Yeah, they give out the best candy. I just, I, just, <laughs> I appreciate y'all giving out the best candy, <laughs> but um. Now we was walking around. I'm like, and it was like doctors and lawyers yeah. and all that house. Yeah. Like, like man, they got a lot of minivans out there. <laughs> minivans, the Honda minivans. That's what you see out there. The Honda minivans, the Odyssey. Yeah, in all different colors. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, the houses is nice because yeah. they they put they you put the money where it needs to man, be. Man, I'd rather have a fly house mm-hmm. than to be living in low income housing with a fly car. Yeah. Like that just don't make the, sense. Yeah, the mentality is yeah. just. But again, <laughs> not that's there. that small vision. That small. They they they're not looking at ten years down the road where the house right. is going to be worth something. Ten years down the road, what's that? You might not. That car ain't going to be on the road no more in ten years. Yeah, yeah. Rich said it, and people win the lottery and go broke in seven months flat. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. That's crazy. Right. That's I, I seen the um thing a while ago. The lady won uh, millions of dollars and. Uh, most of it was gone because she kept belling her boyfriend out of jail. <laughs> I said, yeah, he would have stayed there. <laughs> I wouldn't have put a million. I'm like, what did this dude I just do? Helped, I just helped somebody move today and that was the situation, but it wasn't a million dollars worth of her money. She was just <laughs> poor, broke, and lonely and helping yeah. this dude. And, uh, I'm like, but it, it ain't even her husband. 
It was a boyfriend. Neither was this dude. Same situation. It's <laughs> a whole lot less money, but the same situation. Wow. <laughs> I can't do it. I love my wife. I do. <laughs> I love her. But I don't know if I'll put a million in the bill. <laughs> sometimes, hey, sometimes you got to sit there and get your mind right. Yeah, you, make, you know what I mean? Make sure you don't come out and do it again. <laughs> you got to learn your lesson. You got to learn your lesson, you know what I mean? You got to do the time for the crime, you know what I mean? Hey, hey, hey who am I to judge? <laughs> but, man, um... Yeah, I mean, we can wrap it up if you want. I mean, we, we rolling. I mean, yeah, we roll. All right, we rolling. We got comments. We got any more comments, suggestions, questions, concerns? Yeah, we got people watching. Yeah, who, who uh, shacking up back? Hey, that's the love offer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who that? Hey, hey, man, love you too, man. Blessings to you and your family, Casey. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, we uh <laughs> All I said lines. I can't read none of that from you. I know, man. I couldn't get my uh, Hey Rich said I'm about to get in trouble. Hey. Brianna Don't if she watching, she could uh I ain't getting in trouble. Look, I, I do. I love my wife, but I don't know if I'll bail out of jail for a million dollars. You know, uh, hey, babe, you gotta take more for the team because we can have this meal when you get out. <laughs> you be good when you get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Women's prison don't look that bad. I seen uh what's the uh yeah. what's the orange is the new black? It yeah, like it was hiding it. Yeah, it do. Man, I think my wife trying to go to go to jail though, cause she be watching a lot of them prison shows. I think she trying. What you trying? She preparing her mentality. Yeah, she, she trying to prepare herself. Just in case. <laughs> like I watch um what's the uh what's the joint like a locked up raw? Yeah, I watch them viciously. She watch all them shows, all the reality shows, like the the uh what's the guy the, the, the lose weight the six hundred pound life. She, yeah, she watched that. I'm like, like you planning on being 600 pounds? <laughs> like, you studying over there. <laughs> I watch them because I want to know what I don't ever want to be a part of. So yeah. when I feel like doing something stupid, I'm like, nope. I know yeah. what's over there waiting for me. I know when I watch that show, I go eat some celery. What? I'm just Man. like, so, just, yeah, some of the reality show, and that's the dope thing about it. It is reality, so it's not like somebody made it up and this is real life for somebody yeah, somewhere. And yeah, they really okay. that big. And they always... They, let me say, they're never single. That is an amazing thing. <laughs> they're never single. That is an amazing thing. I pointed that out to a friend of mine. Just when you see single people, like I see single people out on the road, they homeless. You know, they out of the yeah. bus stop and they just get pennies together just to get on the bus. And I'm like, but they together. They together. And they figured out some kind of way to make it together. together. <laughs> And sickness and in health. I got to give. I got to salute. Cause I'm like, but they together. She can't even get up out of the bed. She her ankles are swollen. She he got to lift stuff up to wash it. Right. They together. Lifting all that up and just oh. <laughs> they together. So I'm like, I, I got to tip my hat to him. Hey, that's love, man. Man, I ain't, I ain't found it yet. I, I obviously ain't found it yet. Maybe I've been looking at all the wrong people. Hey, you gotta get you a big girl. That's what <laughs> You gotta get your six hundred powder, oh, man. Oh man, I'm not Tell getting you. myself in trouble by saying nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, they, they got something that obviously I ain't, I haven't figured out. Yeah. yeah, I've noticed that as well. They're yeah. never single. They never single. They in love and they happy. Oh man, can't even leave the house, but they happy. <laughs> and they be bringing them for bed. Babe, you you want this double cheeseburger? <laughs> oh, I seen one. They were like they brought. It was like five pizzas. They went and bought five pizzas, five yeah. whole round pizzas, and that was like dinner. 
but the loved one was bringing it to him. Mm. I seen one. She got uh, she had like five or six cheeseburgers and got mad that one of them didn't have cheese on it. I mean, she just she flipped out, flipped out over hamburger, over hand. I'm like, yo, seriously, (laughs) like, and that was lunch. But obviously, she don't play about the food. That's how she got that way. Mm. I just it ain't. She made homeboy go all the way back, and he went though. That's the problem. And he so went. You got to look at the people that, that's involved in this yeah. situation, the enablers. Yep. Cause I'd have been like, "Yo, I ain't going." What you gonna get up and beat me? <laughs> right? You gonna get up? Where you going? Where you going? I'm just gonna close the door, and leave you. Nah, in. <laughs> you better go get it. I'm gonna go on the couch, go in the living room, sit on the couch. And you gonna do come get me? So hey, then I'm then now I'm the mean one. <laughs> Ah, like uh, like they they did baby D around the car. Uh, we go baby D. I got this cookie. I got this. You know you like the honey buns. Oh man, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But, but yeah, these reality shows they do serve a purpose. Uh, other than that, like I said, I ain't real big on reality shows because I think it's a bunch of nonsense. Well, some of them are nonsense. Like yeah. the, the ratchet ones are nonsense. Yeah, the Real Housewives, yeah. or whatever. Ain't none of them married. How do you Real Housewives? Ain't none of them right. married. <laughs> Real House Side Chicks. That's the name of the show. <laughs> Real House Why of Child Support. That's what it is. Yeah, you get your money ridiculous. from. And so that that kind of nonsense. I, to me, that's nonsense. I know a whole yeah. lot of people are invested in one. But I don't even watch like Power and uh, what's the other one? Uh, 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 Empire? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I've never watched either one of those either. I, th- I watched like season one of uh, Empire. That was it. I just, and I was done. I, I think per- sometimes I purposely do stuff just so that I'm not doing what everybody else is doing. But I, I think a lot, our culture is, is drawn to the ratchetness. And, and they're, they're drawn to it and they live their life as such. That's what I was getting ready to say. Watching yeah. it is one thing. But when you notice you start emulating stuff like that in your personal life, then that's when you need to kind of sit back and take a little self-reflection and realize, mm-hmm. hey, maybe I need to fall back from this stuff because it's starting to influence my regular everyday decisions. Like everything don't need to be an argument. Yeah, yeah. But these shows teach you, like my neighbor, that's all they do downstairs. I'm like, why can I hear y'all conversation? Because you're down there telling somebody off every day. <laughs> and sometimes it's not that she's telling somebody off that's right there. She's just retelling the story of who she had to tell off wherever she just came from. Uh-huh. And, but it's every day at the top of her lungs. I'm like, and that's that that reality. I'm, I'm, I need to tell because I need to get the neck snapping and then reaching, <laughs> reaching in the air for the words. And I'm like, I hear her. I can hear her upstairs Snatching. in my apartment. Uh, yeah, I can hear it every my day. My daughter do that. I'm saying, though. I hate it. I hate I'm it. saying. <laughs> With both hands in rhythm. <laughs> With the belt. I'm saying, though. Why are you touching me? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Uh, like you was not from the hood. <laughs> They love it. They love it. Yeah, man. It's, but it's, it's, I mean, it's our people, man. We love it. We, our people are very colorful. Yeah. It's yeah, we love the drama. Eccentric. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, we do. We love the drama, man. So, there's a, I guess there's a space for everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. And oh, wait, let me, uh, we got a commercial break real quick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this show is sponsored by Chris Clark Entertainment. Y'all go get y'all holy and hood. Either way, I'm laying hands, uh, hoodie, we got t-shirts, 
Uh, we got all that. We can, you can get them in any color. Mine is uh, have a yellow hoodie. Uh, you can get it black. You can get blue, pink, white, whatever color you want. Go to the website, uh, chrisclarkcomedy.com. Um, there's a store section. And you can see all the uh, apparel that we have. Uh, we don't have hats yet. I know y'all looking at my hat. That's my logo. Uh, when you see that logo, uh, just know that it represents excellence um, wow. in all that we do. Um, but you can go get uh, your holy and hood either way. I'm laying hands. Uh, we have hoodies. We have T-shirts, uh, long sleeve. We have sweatshirts. And uh, we got other uh, apparel, too. We got God Knows My Heart. We got Chris Clark Entertainment shirts. Um, we also got Chris Clark Entertainment shirts with that that has the uh, the motto on it, Educate, Inspire, and Entertain. Um, for those that know me, they, they, that's the three... Three things I, I want people to get when they um, when they're at a Chris Clark Entertainment event, comedy show, podcast, uh, stage play, dinner theater. Uh, we want you to be uh, educated, inspired, entertained. Um, you can also get uh, Pastor Love offer. He got his own apparel on there. Uh, the latest T-shirt is "I ain't long, but I'm strong." <laughs> 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 I ain't long, but I'm strong with a picture of Pat's love offering on it. A um, couple of his uh, favorite sayings. Um, can I shout about it? Uh, vegans are sinners. <laughs> <laughs> and also, David was a stripper. Wow. Uh, he so was. You, <laughs> That's about the clothes. So you can get all that um, at uh, chrisclarkcomedy.com. Go to the storage section and, um, you know, purchase your apparel. Um I wore this hoodie today. Got some compliments at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. uh, I told him to go ahead and uh, go to the website. We got to get you in one too, my brother. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's what I was going uh, to ask, but you answered my question before I asked it about the colors. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. In the camera, it looked like that's purple and gold. And I know that's Q sci-fi, Omega sci-fi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I ain't trying to represent yeah, the brush. Nah, that's blue right but there. But it's blue. It's, I, yeah, that's that's I see it. It, there, it look purple. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to jump on one. I'm saying yeah, this, one, this one's custom made, you okay, know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, but I, I can get you any colors you want. I know, okay. you, I know you like the African <laughs> colors. So yeah. I can get the, I can get red, the green. green I can get the red, black, and green on there. You know, nobody had that but you. We call that I'll the, take, uh, I'll take it. Yeah. The lost edition. <laughs> lost child edition. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, but yeah, man, this was a good, good show, man. Yes, yes. I appreciate you for having me, bro. Hey, you, man. Know, you know. I rock with you whenever I can, you know, you know. Yeah, definitely gonna have you back and we gonna, we're gonna cool, talk about cool, some real cool. stuff. Man, if y'all don't know Lost, you gotta follow this brother. He's a, uh, a awesome, awesome poet. I try. Um, he had you thinking. Um, as y'all can see, those that been listening to the show, um, he'll give you some knowledge that you didn't know because I was, I was educated today too. Um, and you know, he told me some things about myself because I, I know, <laughs> I know I was one of the people he was talking about. I ain't afraid to admit it, but it's cool. <laughs> um, but I think that's what it is. Iron sharp and iron. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not a cutting thing. Know what I mean, right. sometimes people take. I don't consider what I just did constructive criticism. Mm. But as a people, I think sometimes we can't take that. Sometimes when somebody's yeah. telling us something against our core values or our core beliefs or whatever the case may be, sometimes it's just something to think from the outside perspective. And right. sometimes that may help you grow in whatever it is you believe in because it, 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 it'll make you firm in what you stand in. Like any, my thing, anything I say or I believe in. 
if 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 someone asks me about it, I can stand on it and explain what it is and why mm-hmm. I follow that and why I believe that and why it makes sense to me. Right. And when right. people question me, it makes me go back and study more. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. I study to study to show myself approved. Yeah. Like you can't yes, claim yes. that you're a Christian and this, that, and the other, woo, 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 and then somebody say something, you can't explain what it means. Right. Or you can't explain well, why you go to church every day. Well, because we're supposed to do that. Yeah. You got to be more to it than just we're supposed to do that. So you, like, you yeah, well, I, I was raised in church. Right, you know, right, That's why right. I go. So, and I think that that, that concept is, is in, in anything. that we, if You go to your job. Yeah. Okay, why are you doing X, Y, and Z? Because my man, he showed me how to do it like that. Okay, mm. but you don't know why you're doing it like that. You just yeah. know somebody showed you like that. Like, yeah. so what if something go different? You don't. So yeah. So I, I definitely think it's um it's something that we as a people we definitely need to do with each other. Like even with sports or whatever. Because I don't follow as much. When somebody's showing me something about sports or mm-hmm. ah right, cool, I never knew that. So now I might go back on my own time and actually watch a whole game. Like yeah. yo, I never even noticed that. Yeah. So now I could be a little bit more proficient in talking about the game and that and the other. So I think it, it applies in all all fields. Yeah. See that he used words like proficient. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk like that, you know. <laughs> but it's cool. I'm gonna look it up when he leaves. What proficient mean? I'm like, oh, okay, that's what he meant. All right. <laughs> oh man, but we definitely gonna do it again, man. I appreciate you for having. Yeah, me. yeah, we gonna we gonna do it again. Um, you know, something I'm trying to do every week, every two weeks. So y'all gonna see more of him. Uh, we, we might go live. We might not go live. I know we had some technical difficulties today, uh, but we're going to do better because we're getting back in the, in the full swing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know y'all see my banner. Those, we, we on, uh, Facebook live. My banner, y'all check it out. Uh, that's my pretty face over there. <laughs> Chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate thunder. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's going to be our show, man. We, uh, we was on for a minute, man. Appreciate y'all. Thanks y'all for tuning in. Um, I'm gonna leave this video up on Facebook so y'all can go back, laugh, and get educated by my man Lost. Um, Lost, real quick, tell them how they can follow you. They can reach you. Um, both. Uh, well, the only two f- formats that I'm on are Facebook and Instagram, and it's the same. I try to keep it simple. So if you find one, you go find the other. It's Poet Lost Child, both Facebook and Instagram. Poet P O E T Lost Child is L O S C H I L. No T on the loss, no D on the child. Put it all together into one word, L-O-S-H-I-L. Poet Lost Child. Facebook, first name Poet, last name Lost Child. Instagram, one big word, Poet Lost Child. That's right. Y'all heard it. Lost Child. I'm Chris Clark. Y'all can follow me on all social media platforms, at Chris Clark Comedy. Um, Also, my website is ChrisClarkComedy.com. Y'all go there, sign up for the newsletter. And while you signing up for the newsletter, make sure you get your apparel, holy and hoodie, the way I'm laying hands. All right? Peace, y'all. God bless you. Till next time. Peace. We out.